Today I want to talk to you um, about something that's been on my heart, and I know that um, it might be on your heart as well, but I, I want to talk to you today specifically, I want to talk to you about effective prayer. And um, I consider um, using the word praying with clout, and that might be the better title for this, but Praying with clout is what I want to talk to you about today. Just for a few minutes, it won't be a long one, but it's found in James uh, chapter 5, verse 16. Let me read it to you. But before that, let me just uh, honor Jesus' presence. So Jesus, thank you for uh, your presence. You're with every one of us on this call right now, right where we are. Wherever we are, in our office, in our kitchen, at a coffee shop, wherever we are, Jesus, we honor your presence. You never leave us. It's not that you just show up and you leave, but you're always present, Lord. So thank you for your presence in our lives today, your presence that will be with us. And Lord, one thing that we're going to really work to do is to really... Uh, listen to you this week, moment by moment, um, every day, Lord. We want, we want to just check in with you. We want to, we want to speak your words. That's what you say to us, Jesus. You tell us to, that we're to speak your words, Jesus. So we need to listen, Lord, in order to speak your very words to those around us, Lord. So thank you for your presence. Thank you for. Um, blessing us today lord we're we're incredibly blessed we're honored to be in your presence today and we honor you today um, in uh, the strong precious name of jesus amen well i want to talk to you about praying with clout or prayers that have clout and, and i want you to recognize and understand it's rooted and founded foundationally in the fact that if you've taken on the name of christ then you have clout with the most powerful being in the universe. If you call yourself a Christian, if you've taken on the name of Christ, you have clout because you have taken on the name of the most powerful being in all of the universe. You have clout today. I want you to understand today, as a believer in Jesus Christ, you today have clout in your journey and, and you have to understand that when you speak with this kind of clout in relationship to Jesus through the Holy Spirit, when you speak, God listen. He leans in. When you pray, heaven takes note. When, when, when you speak, God listens. When you pray, heaven takes note. And Jesus said in the message, Matthew chapter 18, verse 19, when two of you get together on anything at all on earth and make a prayer of it, my Father in heaven goes into action. Your prayers, according to the word of God, impact the actions of God. So I want to take you back, first of all, to James chapter 5, verse 16, and I want to read this passage to you. Therefore, Confess your sins to one another and pray for one another so that you may be healed. A prayer of a righteous person, when it is brought about, can accomplish much. The effectual prayer of a righteous man or woman availeth much. 
is the is the passage that we really understand and we really um, recognize today. James chapter five verse uh, sixteen. And so I want to I want you to understand. I want you I want to take you back to the Old Testament, and I want to talk to you for just a few minutes about Elijah. So I want you to consider Elijah. I want you, I want you to consider his life. I want you to consider his journey. And I want to take you back to the days of Elijah. And I want you to understand that when he was living, he lived during a dark time in Israel's history when there was an evil king. His name was King Ahab. And King Ahab did some detestable things. He went off, went after idols and he worshiped the pagan god Baal. Now, Elijah called um, King Ahab um, to a showdown. And, and the showdown simply was, you know the story, you know it well. The showdown was, we're going to pit God, the, the creator and sustainer of heaven and earth, against the false gods of Baal and the false gods of the pagans. So Elijah, because he was called, and I want you to understand, when you hear the voice of the Lord, when you know that the Lord calls you, you have every confidence in the world. And so Elijah was confident in his attack in this in this, in this call for a showdown against the prophets of Baal on behalf of Jehovah. He was the God of Israel and is the God of Israel. And why was he so confident? He was so confident because he prayed. He had prayers that, that commanded clout. He had prayers that were effectual. And so we know the story in the showdown, the one who answered, um, Elijah, Elijah said, now the one who answers the challenge and sent fire from heaven would be declared, be declared to be the true God. So the prophets of Baal prayed first. They, they built themselves an altar and they pleaded and they cut themselves um, in this fervent de devotion. You can go to um, uh, 1 Kings 18 and read this story. It's an incredible story. And there was no answer. And it was interesting that Elijah, while they were praying to the prophet, to the to Baal, the god of Baal, the pagan gods, Elijah began to taunt them. He began to tease them. He, he began to tell them, is your God in an appointment? Is your God taking a break? Is is your God somewhere else? Is, is uh, he distracted by what's... Uh, other things that were taking place. And so Elijah began to taunt them. And then Elijah, after they failed throughout the day for their gods to respond, Elijah began to take his turn. Now, Elijah prayed with confidence. He had clout in the presence of the living God, and he prayed in confidence to the true God, and he asked God to answer him in a way that would show all the people that he was God, Jehovah God, was the only Lord, and that he was turning the hearts of the people back to God. So he left the rest in God's hands. He had confidence this is what God asked him to do, told him to do. 
He rested in God's hands and God answered immediately with fire from heaven. Now it's interesting that he repaired, he went back and it said that he repaired the altar, but then he doused the altar three times. The water, water was just running over and out of the altar and God answered immediately with fire from heaven as Elijah prayed. Now, God delighted in hearing Elijah's prayer, did he not? Nine centuries later, can you imagine, nine centuries later, we see James using the prayers of Elijah to model for us when a believing person prays, great things begin to happen. Great things will happen. Signs and wonders will follow. Elijah was a human being. He was just like us. He prayed that it would not rain and it did not rain in the land for three and a half years. Then Elijah prayed again according to the word of God and the rain came down from the sky and the land produced crops again. That You can find that in the book of James chapter 5 as well. So we have to, what do we understand? What do we discover about prayers that have clout? What do we understand about praying effective <laughs> prayers? God delights in hearing your prayers, but why does God delight in hearing your prayers today? Why would your prayers matter to God? Why would God listen to you, to your ideas, simple? And the, and, and the simple answer is simply this. Your prayers matter to God because you matter to God. Your prayers matter to God because you matter to God. You aren't just anybody. You are a child of God. You're somebody in the very kingdom of God. And will you do or God do what you ask? Well, perhaps he does. Perhaps he has before. Perhaps he's done what you've asked him to do. Or perhaps he will do more than you imagine, much more than you imagine. But we recognize today the truth of the word of God is simply this, that God knows what's best. He knows what's best for this world. He knows what's best for you. He knows what's best in the context of your life today in the world in which you live. And regardless of what God does, stand firm on the promise that when a believing person prays, great things begin to happen. When a believing person prays effective prayers, great things begin to happen. You're never without hope. You're never without hope in this relationship with Jesus Christ. You're never without hope because you're never without prayer in your life. Without prayer, there's no hope. But when you have prayer, there is great hope. You find yourself sometimes in impossible situations. You might feel yourself outnumbered or outmaneuvered by the enemy, and you want to quit. We've been there. All of us have been there, and all of us have wanted to quit. But for such times, memorize this promise and ask God to bring it to your mind. Prayer is never and should never be the last resort. It should be the very first step in our walk in relationship with Jesus Christ. God has the power. God has power 
that you've never seen and strength you've never known before. He delighted in Elijah's prayer and he answered it. And I want you to understand today that God delights in you and God will answer your prayer. It might not be exactly how you have designed it, how you have created it in your mind and how you've seen it. But I want you to understand today that God delights in you. He, he delights in you and he's delighted to answer every prayer that you have. So why did you even share this message in the first place, Pastor Jim? Why, why did you do this? Well, here's the so what part of the message. Let me ask you a question. And the question is simply this. How would you describe your conversations with God? How would you describe your conversations with, with God? I'm talking about prayer. That's what prayer is. It's conversation with God. And how would you describe your daily conversations with God? Is it just sometime in the morning, sometime in the afternoon, sometime in the evening? Or is it something akin to what the Bible says that we're to pray continually moment by moment? How is your conversation with God today? Secondly, um, how can the truth of the scripture we use today, James 5.16, how can it impact the way you walk with God? The effectual prayer of a righteous man or woman avails much, makes all the difference in the world. How can the truth of this passage of scripture impact the way that you talk to God today and the way that you walk with God today. And in, in the process of answering all these questions, um, why can it be difficult to trust God to answer your prayers? Why is it difficult sometimes for you to trust God to answer every prayer that you have? How does your confidence that God will do what's best for you help you trust him in his answers? Do you trust him? Do you have confidence in him? Do you believe that, that um, he's going to do what's best for you and that you can trust every answer that he sends to you? I, I, I'm telling you, this is, this is a powerful, powerful passage of of. of of scripture for sure. We have to recognize that um, that God hears your prayers. He values your conversation with him and he wants to answer every prayer. And, um, and what person in your life um, would really benefit from your effectual prayers today? Ask that question. What person in your life would benefit from your effectual prayers? Not just you, but who in your life would benefit mostly through your effectual, effective prayers of clout with God? Who is that person that you can focus or the Holy Spirit might be focusing your heart on today? So we have to recognize that. What great things will you pray today to God about? 
What are you going to pray to God about today that is great, that is overwhelming, that is impossible? It's easy to pray for the possible, but what about the impossible prayers that God wants you to pray today? Not only for you, not only for your family, not only for the body of Christ, but for lost lambs and sheep. Who are you praying for today? And what kind of prayers are you praying? Are they prayers to overcome the impossible or are they just uh, regular prayers that just speak to the possible? And so I want you to recognize today that God um, is absolutely in love with you. He is in relationship with you. He loves you. He cares for you. He's listening. He's waiting. And it's an incredible thing. Jesus, thank you that um, you're leaning into every prayer. Right now, you're leaning in, Lord, and you're listening to this prayer, and you're listening to every prayer that's being prayed right now, not only now, but but all around the world, Lord. You're listening to every prayer. You're having conversation, Jesus, with Holy Spirit and with Abba today. You're having conversation about the prayers that are being prayed, the impossible things, Lord, that you can make possible. And so we we just glorify you, we we bless you, we honor you, and we thank you for all that you're accomplishing and doing. Thank you, Lord, for the reminder in James chapter 5 and, and, and verse 16. Thank you, Lord, for the reminder in uh, 1 Kings 18, Lord, and um, how you overcame the prophets of Baal, how you brought victory, Lord, because you spoke into somebody's heart and they believed you and they stepped out on faith, Lord. May we all live like that today. In your name, Jesus, we pray all these powerful things. Amen and amen. Thank <laughs> you.